What up? Welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 198. Fuck. This episode, I'm joined by Snappy. He calls in and we talk about the Patreon merch shop, quarantining fat people, 9-11, cuties, Trump Peace Prize, Rogan Debate, the NFL, Hell on Wheels, Lovecraft Country, Border Stuff, Boogers, Weed Talk, and Music. Thanks for checking us out. podcast with mo what up um all right this week snappy is gonna have to call in because i guess he came in contact with someone who has coronavirus so he has to quarantine for two weeks something like that we'll ask him and uh we'll see how it goes you know i know he calls in from his garage um if i remember correctly so that's where we'll be coming from. Uh, but yeah, real quick, go to patreon.com slash a podcast and mo if you want to give any amount of money to get early access to the podcast. If you give enough, like my mother, Hurricane Haynes, Marshall the Dharma Initiative Bear, or Pow Wow, you can be called out like that as a co-producer. Uh, pillar of the community. The reason this all keeps on going. Um, appreciate it. Also, we have a merch shop where you can get some cool podcast shirts uh, I really like mine. I probably should get some more. Um, very soft, good shirts. You should check it out. It's shop.spreadshirt.com slash podcast. I'll put a link in the description of the episode. If you would like uh, to order one of those motherfuckers and just be so cool. Um, all right, let's get a snappy a call. Yeah. What's up, man? Uh, man, trying to live this fucking quarantine life. It's fucking boring. Yeah, I said, so you came in contact with someone who had coronavirus? Okay, so I went to my sister's wedding last weekend. Right. And I guess come Sunday, my sister-in-law, who we were all in contact with, you know, because we were setting up the wedding. It ain't like we got money to pay big venues and stuff. Right. So, you know, we do family things like we all help set up food and backdrops and all that bullshit. And Sunday, she went and got a test, and her test came back Tuesday, and she tested positive, so I was in contact. Right. And so I got sent home from work. I got a COVID test. We got the whole family do a COVID test. We was all negative. But the schools and my work are making us all quarantined for 14 days. Well, fun. Sounds like a great time. You and the whole family just enjoying each other's company. Oh, hell, it ain't been too bad, but fuck, my restaurant might fall on its ass with this new general manager they hired. Yeah. He wasn't ready. I think I got a glimpse of him uh, last time I went in there. (laughs) (laughs) What'd you catch, his elbow? Uh, Yeah, I believe so. (laughs) Goddamn, motherfucker should have got his real estate license. He takes up a lot of it. Yeah, I, I my first thought was like, because you're a big dude, you're tall and everything too, but I was like, this dude looks way bigger than Snappy. This dude towers me, but he's like a fucking fluffy bear. That like I work with a four hundred and fifty pound dude side by side every day. He's I hired him twelve years ago. Right, and he can he sees people coming, he moves, he steps to the side. Not this motherfucker. He just stays right in the middle of the way. I call it a fire hazard. I had to kick him out of the kitchen because I couldn't get through my kitchen. I said, "Now you're in violation of a fire code. You need to go up front." That's crazy. He comes in. He, go, ahead. go ahead. I was going to say, I do like those people existing. It makes me feel a little better about myself. You know, I feel 
uh, very large a lot of times. And I am unhealthily large, but there are people that are so much more so that I'm like, eh, I guess I'm all right. It's not even the size that matters. Like one of my best friends, hell, you seen him? Big yeah. boy came to my yeah, yeah. little shindig. He works He works his ass off and a very good worker, very good person. This motherfucker stepped to the office and tried to run a restaurant. Yeah, well, good luck. Hopefully y'all can uh, find room to coexist, if you will. <laughs> I don't think I have any room for him. <laughs> Seat's taken. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's see. Oh, I was going to say, next week, I don't know if I'll need you to call in or not. So my plan right now at this moment, I'll just let everyone know so they'll know if I'm disappointed. I asked my parents, because they're coming up here this weekend, if they would want to be on the podcast. And I thought they would say, of course they would. And I was like, that would be a pretty good episode 200. I could have my parents on, you know, but maybe it would suck. I don't fucking know. And uh, they didn't really seem all that interested. They are like, I don't know. We'll let you know. So... We'll see what happens. Hell oh, yeah, that'd be funny. Right. Well, my dad's nervous. Talk it. I don't think. Oh, uh, you could get him talking about a few things. Right. That's why I, th- well, I figured we could just keep it to like how much of a piece of shit was I as a kid. You know, like that's easy stuff for parents to answer, I would think. And I mean, it's a podcast with modes. So, you know, I'm not going to try to pry into their personal business or anything. So I don't know what they're nervous about, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, I guess uh, this time next week I'll still be in quarantine. So. Right. So I might. I'm in quarantine until the 27th. So I might have you call in next week, and I might not. Just depends what happens this weekend. But I'll I'll let you know. Um, Hell yeah! All right, on my list here, the first thing was 9/11 happened this last week, and I know it'll be a, a long time ago by the time this episode comes out. Uh, but I saw a lot of people posting about 9/11 stuff, and so it was on my mind. Uh. I just think everyone misremembers 9-11. Like, everyone's like, I remember a country that came together, and we were all one. I remember everyone scared we were going to get bombed, oil prices going up, and everyone being racist towards Muslims. Like, I don't... like. I remember everybody freaking out. Right, like, everyone acts like we all were, like, some fucking crazy... Everyone became a patriot, and we all locked arms and marched in the streets. And it's like, eh, it wasn't quite like that in my memory, but I see people my age sharing that shit, and I'm like... Maybe can- later on, people tried to come together, but at first, everybody was scared shitless, like, what the fuck's fixing to happen? Right, like, there were lines and lines of people for fucking gas in my small-ass town. I'm sure it was even worse in big cities, because uh, they were scared of what was going to happen to oil prices, because we were about to go to war with some Middle Eastern country. Um and then, honestly, a big thing that's affected me, and I can't really look at 9-11 the same, so I don't know if I recommend this for other people or not, but, like, I I really think the Loose Change documentary is very compelling to be like, oh, yeah, Al-Qaeda or the Taliban or whoever we said did it, they did not do it. They just didn't. Like, there are four Saudi Arabian right. dudes who, like, I don't know, it just wasn't, it's clear that, like, they just used, they grabbed an enemy and now we're going to war with them and, and then there's all this shit that Dick Cheney a year before said we need a theater war and a Pearl Harbor-like event. And you just see this shit and you're like, yeah, the fucking government, I, you know, I hate to be a false flag sort of guy in my Alex Jones shit, but I just truly don't think 9-11 happened the way the, the story goes that we want everyone to believe. And so that makes it hard for me to be like super patriotic on 9-11. You know what I mean? Well, just fast, for- just fast forward and get them to 2020. 
we can't believe anything the government's putting out right now because we don't know if we're being fed fucking lies on top of lies to avoid the other lies. We don't know what the fuck's going on. Right. Like, I'm still kind of obsessed with the Save Our Children thing because what's happened are more and more people have pushed back on this whole, like, well, all y'all Save Our Children people don't really care. Y'all are just, if y'all really care, then this, that, or the other, you know? And I agree. I think a lot of people are doing it just to, because it's like a virtue signaling thing, you know? Um, but I've thought that the, like, dancing bombs was weird. I thought the kids' pageants are weird. I've always been, like, fucking creepy shit. So I do think it's weird that people are just having a problem with the new Netflix show, which, again, I think's horrible. I watched the trailer, and to me, that's just shit that pedophiles would masturbate to. And if that's what it is, then I don't I think we should put it out. I don't know. I haven't watched the trailer. I haven't put it in my search bar. I've just seen the comments. And I want nothing to do that portrays 11-year-olds fucking flaunting shit around. Right. No, and thank you. I've heard some people defend, not defend, defend, but being like, well, at the end of the movie, she realizes that's not what she wants. And again, even if the, at the end of the day, the story's good and the kids would learn a lesson, I still think grown men are going to watch it to ejaculate to if they're pedophiles. Like, I still think that's a part of it. So, um, like, we just shouldn't be all cool with that. I'm I'm still on get rid of all the pedophiles absolutely as quickly as possible. Right. And then we deal with the other bullshit after. Another interesting thing that I feel like's happened this week, and there's all kinds of politics shit. I don't really uh, follow a whole lot of it, but you know, I saw where Trump got nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize, right? And I think it's the second time he's been nominated, actually, because there's this dude uh, in like Sweden or wherever the fuck they give these away at who nominates him. And, uh, you know, apparently, I, I looked into it a little bit, Trump, something about his talks have led to some peace talks in the Middle East that no other president has been able to to help get done, right? So, like, it, it's somewhat legitimate. I mean, Obama won one, and he even in his speech was like, I didn't do anything. I don't even know why they're giving me this shit, I guess, because I'm a black president. Like, he, I believe, said something vaguely close to that. It kind of seems like they try to give every president one, kind of. Right, well... What's, I mean, I'm not, I'm not so sure Bush got one, but... Yeah, he started a lot of wars. Um, what I think's funny, though, is now liberals, uh, I would say the crazy liberals, you know, the ones that are like way out there, now they want to be like, well, the Nobel Peace Prize should, should be no more. They're trying to cancel the Nobel Peace Prize because Trump got nominated for one. Now, maybe that's a lot, maybe that was some, you know fake internet shit but from what i read people were saying you know there's people trying to get petitions started to cancel the nobel maybe, peace prize all because maybe um make the criteria harder but don't do away with it that's like a distinguished uh thing it's done in another country it's not even an american thing like i said i think it's like sweden or the netherlands you know somewhere fucking those smart ass countries that got it all figured out and shit they just vote and then they give out these awards uh and it's a tradition now you know but I just think it's funny that just because Trump gets nominated, people are like, well, now we hate it. And it's like fucking crybabies. And like, I'm, I've, as I say a million times, I'm not a fan of Trump. I don't, I don't think he's a, a good president or a good presidential nominee or whatever. But, um, I don't think he's as bad as everyone acts like. And then that, so that automatic, that makes you be like, well, now you're lying too. I don't know. I just, but maybe Damn, I, don't I can't find I can't find anybody on my page actually for Biden. They're just against Trump. Right. That's exactly uh, how it is. You know, very few people are like, and here's Biden's pros. Here's what Biden wants to do. I've yet to see one. Now, I think both, again, Trump and Biden are both stupid. You know, Biden would say stuff like, you know, if he would have been president, 
which he didn't run fucking four years ago. So like that's a dumb thing to say. Um, but anyway, because he so he couldn't have been because he didn't fucking run for president. Uh, but anyway, he's saying if he was president, that somehow he would have stopped the coronavirus. Now I'm sure there could have been some things done um, by a different president that would have changed things slightly. But I still think Americans would have been Americans and acted the way they acted. Like, I don't think just because Joe Biden would have been president and, and if he would have came on TV as president, be like, wear a mask, that all of a sudden all the red states were going to be like, okay, Joe Biden. Like, it wouldn't have mattered. So I think that whole narrative's weird. Um, and then I think it's weird that, like, today I saw where Trump was uh, hating on Joe Biden that Joe Biden didn't pass a mask mandate. And it's like, well, Joe Biden couldn't because he's not president, Trump. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, so Trump says some real stupid shit, too. So I think it's weird that conservatives attack Biden because they say he can't talk. And it's like, well, fucking Trump can barely talk to half the time. Like, I don't think that's a valid thing to attack one on when they're both like that. I admit they're both fucking idiots. Right. Oh, I know you do. And so Joe Jorgensen's really the... The only one, but she gets no no media coverage. None. Uh, I did see where I listened to the episode actually, where Joe Rogan had uh, this UFC fighter army dude on who uh, basically was like, "You should host a debate between Trump and Biden," and then that made it to Twitter, and then Trump said he was in to be on Joe Rogan to have Joe Rogan host a podcast debate. I'm sure. And that I think, would be hilarious. Was Rogan as the mediator? Yeah, it would uh, be great. But, of course, Joe Biden very quickly or somebody very quickly in the Democrat camp came out and said that Joe Rogan uh, is a misogynist, racist, conservative mouthpiece. or blah. And it's like if you've ever listened to Joe Rogan, he's like the most liberal fucking dude. I mean he's not liberal in the sense that he thinks there should be big government doing shit, but he's like all for gay rights. And again, people get mad because he says shit about like, hey, I think someone who was a man and became a woman shouldn't wrestle other women or fight other women because they had 30 years of being a man and all those hormones. Like he'll say shit like that and then people are like, he's transphobic. And I'm like, I kind of think that makes sense. Like I don't, I don't think it comes from a place of I hate. I think uh, Rogan pretty much states more facts than anybody of the fucking podcasters. Right. Well, and it, he doesn't know something. He'll admit it or he'll be like, I have a question. You know, what? I'm, I guess sometimes he does make jokes and people get pissy about that, but I don't know. I don't, not me. Anymore. I don't know. He's pretty, <laughs> Rogan's pretty fair and in the middle, man. And if he don't like your opinion, he's like, I don't give a fuck about you, but I don't care about your opinion. Right. I mean, he don't, he don't give a fuck. Yeah, so I really like Rogan. I don't think it'll, like I said, won't happen because uh, the Democrats are already kind of distancing themselves. I really wish he would have Joe Jorgensen on. He had Gary Johnson on last time, so I find it very odd. So unless, you know, it's because she's a woman, maybe she declined. Maybe she's been asked, but I doubt she would. Um, I don't know. It would be really cool if uh, he had her on, though. I think that would be fun. Um, all right, NFL came back. I'm sure you watched some of that. I watched it, I mean, I paid a little bit because uh, I had a few fantasy leagues going, and then I got every single league auto draft this year. I got some decent players, but I got I got filled up with a bunch of shitty players too. Right, I didn't I didn't watch any games. Um, you know, Jacksonville's my team. I'm excited that Gardner Minshew kept it going. You know, he's he won on the game. He went like 19 for 20 or some shit, and that's awesome. Uh, I'm a big fan of Gardner Minshew on Jacksonville, and they sold off all their pieces, so everyone thinks they're trying to tank for you know whatever quarterback is on Clemson. And I love the fact they have this young quarterback. It's like fuck that, we're not tanking. I'm gonna win the goddamn game. You aren't getting this, dude. So I think that's fun. 
Hell yeah, it just got on because it just Yeah, your signal's been going down a little bit. I mean, we could. Huh, okay. There, oh, it's green for a second. There you go. Nope. It might be my internet too, man, to be real honest with you. Uh, but anyway, my big thing about the NFL was that, so they added this new thing where, like, it's not during the anthem, but it's like the players join in unity, uh, like, to fight or kneel against racism. And then people are still mad about this. We're like, it has nothing to do with the national anthem. It has nothing to do with soldiers. It's just players being like, we're against racism. And then people are still mad saying the players won't keep politics out of sports, which I would argue that just having the national anthem at all is kind of having politics in sports, you know, in a way. Um, so anyway, it's just interesting that people are still pissed about this shit. And they even went out of their way to like, make sure it's not during the anthem. It's during something else. And, I don't know. Just interesting. Yeah, I mean, they just basically avoided your whole flag argument, and you're still booing. Right. <laughs> like, that means, I mean, that means you have a moral problem at this point. Yeah, it's. I don't. I mean, like, I don't know what the fucking player's going to do. Now, I did see one guy's account of he was at the game, and he said, you know, the first one, the Kansas City game, and he was saying that in the stands there was no explanation of what was going on, and he thought people were just booing because they saw the Texans walk out on the field. And so he didn't realize it was even a unity thing, you know, from the stands. So, like, if that's – I don't know if people would believe that, you know, argument or not, but when I read it, I was like, well, that would actually kind of make sense if no one prepped them. But it kept happening, I think, on the Sunday games as well, so – I mean, like, if we was at a high school event in one of our little bitty podunk high schools, they'd been like, all right, at this time, we're doing a moment of silence. Or at this time, we're doing this. And they just don't leave us to, like, what the fuck's going on. Right. So, I think, you know, maybe people didn't hear the announcement. Maybe they were in concessions thing. I don't know. You know, I've been to an NFL game. It's fucking crazy. Those stadiums are so much bigger then you realize, I haven't even been to the new Dallas one, but I went to the old Dallas one, and just walking through that, I was like, where the fuck do we sit at again? Like, they're so much larger than, say, like a basketball arena. I mean, it's a cool experience, but at the same time, I don't know how these people go every single week and go through all that bullshit. Right. And sitting elbow to elbow when I can sit in my fucking recliner with my 60-inch TV and air conditioning, a full refrigerator. I mean, fuck. Yeah, definitely nowadays I think it's it would be even less of a reason to go because TVs are so good. You know, like when I was growing up, I'd probably went to one Dallas Cowboy game a year or so with my grandparents. And then my grandpa had like season right. tickets and he would sell like half the home games and him and my grandma would go to, you know, a few a year. But yeah, he wouldn't go to every one of them because, yeah, it's fucking it's a lot. of It's expensive. First off, as fuck to even get a drink or something to eat. And then, yeah, you got you plan I mean, your whole Sunday around it. You got home fucking late as shit. With the tickets and gas and food and souvenirs, it's a $500 investment every single time. Yeah, some bullshit. Me and my wife have went to many OU games and come out with bare minimals, trying to spend bare minimal money and still a four or $500 every single time. Yeah, it's some bullshit fucking sports but i mean if if you enjoy it and it's it's worth it to you you know do it but that would be hard for me because i just i enjoy basketball but outside of going to like a thunder game i it would be hard for me to spend money going to a sporting event these days now the thunder games was a little better because the tickets were about 50 60 dollars cheaper and i don't even mind sitting in loud city in the thunder games because 
really there's not really a bad seed in that place because there's monitors everywhere and you can see what's going on for the most part i had a good time at all the thunder games. right it's pretty small i mean that's why it's so loud in there is because it's not spread open it's like the seats are kind of on top of the court in a way so. yeah but you don't feel like gummed up like you do at the football game right i mean you actually got that's a little true. bit of elbow room yeah football stadium like theater seating yeah exactly yeah because football games are steep like you're like that was my one thing when i was a kid i'd be walking down the cowboys saying i'd be like i'm gonna fucking fall and roll all the way down the goddamn field like that was always the thought <laughs> because it just seemed so steep of course it never happened going to that uh south end of the ou game too uh, looks like you connected with video, by the way. I don't know what happened. Well, I didn't mean to. <laughs> okay, just give you a heads up. Uh, well, I seen that, but I don't know how that happened or how to get rid of it. Ah, uh, you're good. Um, let's see. All right, you been watching any shows on your quarantine? I'm rewatching Hell on Wheels right now, just because I like a kind right. of older, wet, modern western, I guess. Yeah, I remember when Hell on Wheels first came out. Like like I've said before, Mad Men's probably my second favorite TV show, and I watched it when it aired on AMC, and Hell on Wheels came out, I don't know, like season four or five of Mad Men. So I remember when they were advertising it and all that, and I really tried to – I really watched season one like every week, loved it, or tried to love it. I didn't ever really love it, but season two came around, and it seemed like – I don't know. I remember I just did – something about season two I didn't like, and so I kind of gave up on it. But I figured someday I'd get back around to watching it. Oh, it's all right. It ain't nothing great, but I didn't really see nothing else that sparked interest at the moment. Right. We've been watching a show uh, we just started on <coughs> on HBO called Lovecraft Country, and it's fucking crazy. It's awesome, but it's crazy. So if anyone's got oh, HBO. Lovecraft? Yeah, it's called Lovecraft Country. So many interpretations go through my mind. Well, H.P. Lovecraft was an author. And uh, so at first I thought it was based on this author for some reason. But Koopy looked it up and there's a book called Lovecraft Country. I guess this is based on. But some other dude wrote it. But it's based on people getting lost in the original H.P. Lovecraft author's sort of works or something. I don't fucking know. Seemed kind of confusing when she explained it. But watching it, it's really cool because it's set in like the 1930s. So it's like this black dude, so there's some racism and shit, but he somehow goes to, it's like sci-fi, but set in the fucking 30s. I guess that's why it's cool, because you're not used to seeing old shit, but also have sci-fi. Like there's monsters will show up and shit, or he'll go through a portal, things like that. And um, uh, pretty cool show. Uh, I think Koopy just came home because Nymeria is running out of here. All right. Um. So I'm trying to think of these other shows. We were watching Cobra Kai, but I I haven't really stuck with it like I should. And then I'll get it, it just kind of is. It was okay. It was good. It was decent. But right. That fucking guy, fucking Danielson, he's still just an odd motherfucker. I agree. I just don't think he's good at acting either. Like when I watch it, I think uh, Danny LaRusso is just, I'm like, fuck, he sucks. I wish it was just all Johnny Lawrence. No. Right. But I get that's it's probably part of it. Um, I don't think there's any other things that we have really happening. Um, one thing that I've came seen up where uh, that cheer star Jerry Harris uh got arrested on pornography, child pornography. Yeah, I didn't know who he was. I didn't see a picture. I just saw the headline, and I'm not familiar enough with Cheers. I really don't know who he is. I don't know that show. I guess I the only Cheers I know is the old school. 
Oh, is there a new one? I guess because he was uh, he was this black guy. He looked fairly young. Uh, I mean, so okay. It wasn't a, yeah, I thought it was a guy. It, from, it, it wouldn't have fit that time frame. I got you. I, I was thinking it was from Cheers. I didn't even know. Right. That's funny. Uh, yeah, there's. I, I think a lot of that's going to probably just keep on happening. I mean, I know a lot of people are giving Trump the credit for all the pedophiles getting arrested. But I remember when I worked at my last job, so this would have been like four or five years ago, reading uh, this article. I used to read every single news article on USA Today because it was one of the websites that weren't blocked. And so I just would read like literally every fucking one. And there was this long-ass one about – them policing the dark web and how you know it took years and years but they were building up this database of all these pictures of these people and then eventually they would be able to just arrest a hundred people at a time you know off of some of these things but it had been a really slow process so i'd always kept that in the back of my mind so now that this stuff's happening i'm like that is good but people are like see trump did it now i'm not saying trump hasn't said like hey y'all should do this maybe it is a passion project of his but I just think if he did it, he would be talking about it in press conferences. He wouldn't be fucking not. I mean, have you seen seen the guy? Like, he brags about everything. So I think it's weird for people to think that, like, he just wouldn't brag about this. That's kind of weird because pedophilia is pedophilia and rape is rape. But that person that got uh, in a detention center that uh, accused someone of rape got deported. Oh, yeah. I I don't know what you're talking about. And like Trump was just like, oh, well, that's the way it's been for years. That's what I've seen. I was just like, well, that's fucking dumb. The latest thing I've seen on like border sort of thing is that all the women, I guess, at the southern border, from what I understand, uh, they were coerced and or forced, um, some say they've done it voluntarily, but I don't know, into getting hysterectomies. So more or less being like, if you want to come in this country, you can't produce children. We got to, you got to have a hysterectomy. And they force these women to get them. And so now that's some China, that's some China bullshit. There. That is some China bullshit. That's exactly what I thought too. And, uh, so people are comparing to concentration camps cause you know, they did all kinds of experiments and shit like that to, to people in those as well. So, um, yeah, the current administration is taking some shit on that at the moment, but it's one of those things of, you know, this is a perfect example. A girl I went to high school with, um, she has the same job as my wife and they seem to like the same show. So I always think it's funny how like, no, oh, you're like really similar to my wife. Uh, so I always like her post or whatever, but she shared, you know, about what I just talked about. And this other girl I went to elementary school with, she was like, I've never heard of this. What are you talking about? And so this girl shared a link to a news article. And then that girl's phone was like, oh my God, I guess it's because of my friends list and my Facebook algorithm. I've never seen this news story. You know, so that's kind of like the wow. way social media works is like if you're so ingrained into your political side, left or right, you know, people would say I'm probably too left, even though I only follow libertarian pages because for the dope memes. And uh, but like, you know, Facebook just feeds you that like it doesn't show you both. Whereas and I think I have a pretty good conservative and liberals on both. Sides. So I see a lot of people sharing shit. Uh, I just never know what's true. I don't know half of these websites people share from. So I'm like, I don't know if that's fucking uh, legit or not. <laughs> so. And it's hard to it's not hard remember a headline. It's like broken up with a bunch of dots. Right. I just find <coughs> it I find it hard to uh like it's hard to forget which headlines you saw where too. It's so like even if you see a crazy headline, you'll just be like, I think that's true. Even though it's like you didn't read the article or anything. Like it just sticks with you. And you're like, Yeah, I remember that headline. Uh, <laughs> and that's also fucking stupid. But that's how it is. Um all right, man. The only thing else I have is about eating boogers. Now, I listened to a podcast this week, and they talked about how one guy eats boogers a lot. 
And I thought that was kind of weird. Now, I will fully admit, as a child, I definitely picked my nose and I flicked my boogers. And every once in a while, I would pick my nose, maybe put the booger in my mouth, but just so I could spit it far away from me, never to eat it. So what was your experience or your kids' experience since you have a bunch of kids? I'm sure you've seen it all. Well, I'm either a booger picker or a snot rocker. So oh, yeah. I don't, I'd never put them in my mouth. Hell no. That I recall, maybe when I was tiny and right. young and ignorant. Right. I would say like the only time I may have is if I it was to spit them because I know I'd done that as a as a youngster. But yeah, definitely not now. And I every I, I do a snot rocket. <laughs> I definitely do the snot rocket every day in the shower multiple times. You know, like I don't know if that's because I smoked cigarettes for years, so I just have all this fucking phlegm that still builds up in my throat or what. But I'm definitely like a let's hack up all this shit, do the snot rockets and. Let's clear all this shit out. Well, sometimes you just can't get to it. And you close that other side of the nostril and just give a big blow and it can't, that air catches it just right. Right. Yeah, it's very well, true. I only want to get that damn thing out. Right. Well, then, you know, allergy seasons come around, you know, and you just be fucking congested. Um, and that that is not a – and that's another thing. Like, as an adult, I realize I have less boogers. You know, like, what I have is, like, I just, I'm congested. Like, snot I may have, but it doesn't, it doesn't seem like I have as many boogers as I had as a kid. I don't know if that's normal. My boogers are mainly in the morning. Right. You get rid of them when you go about your day, I guess. Whereas in the kid, they hung out right. there all day. Oh, no. Boogers were just a bigger deal when we were younger, it felt like. Rarely think of them. The only time I think of them now is uh, when I refer to the dabs as boogers. Because I think it's a cool slang word. Oh, yeah. I got some of my own pot pressed. Uh, had a buddy working inside the small time processing. Yeah. How much was that? Oh, it didn't cost me a thing. Oh, I mean, I done, took some of my own pot and just pressed it out. I mean, basically, I got an ounce. I had an ounce pressed and got like four grams. Oh, hell yeah. Well, like I said, I, my plants are getting close. I finally was able to find the trichomes using my little jeweler loop. And uh, so yeah. I at least know what I'm looking at now. They still look clear to me, but you want to you want them to harvest them when they're cloudy. If they go to amber, then that means you're going to get the sleepy weed, you know, which would be more CBD affected, which, you know, it might not be the worst thing, but that's what I'm trying to keep an eye on at the moment. And, uh, my second right. one further from the house, it's a little bit further behind because the sun hit it longer throughout the day, you know, so it kind of made it further behind, but, uh, it looks real good. I'm excited. I hope we don't get a freeze and I can make it work. So anyway, after all that, you know, maybe someday, could see about this pressing scenario um i did uh, break yeah. my dab rig this morning so that was a pretty big fucking bummer it's oh, one of those no. you shouldn't be hitting dabs in the morning you know my mistake but i just i went to go set it on the edge of the table you know like i have to do to get the the torch under there and i just missed the table and just dropped that muff or i hit like half the way on the table and it just fell and snapped broke the neck um, I had this little dab collector in between the bowl and the bong. It snapped that, uh, which I just bought, so that was kind of fucking frustrating. And uh, so anyway, yeah, broke all my shit. So I have to had to go get something new. They're only like forty bucks. Yeah, well, I went and got a new one. It's re- hits real good, but it's really small. Um, but it it's it's cool. I like it. Hell yeah. They didn't want to sell it to me at the shop. It was the last one they had, and you could tell someone there thought they were about to buy it. 
once they got paid or something. And they're like, are you sure? We got more yeah, coming yeah. in tomorrow. And I was like, yes, I'm sure. They go, it's the only one you got. That's what I'm taking. <laughs> like, I was a fucking dick about it. But Hell, yeah. Uh, I, I hate when people won't sell displays. Right. It's like... Like yeah. If I want the display, sell me the goddamn display. Right. Um, oh, music-wise, I went ahead and uploaded uh, an EP for October 9th. So on October 9th, I have a four-track EP coming out. Two of the songs already exist. They've already been out, called Two Different People and Don't Understand. But I'm going to re-release those on this EP with two new songs. Uh, Mikey Lax is on one of those songs. And uh, it's going to come out October 9th. So fucking people, check out that shit. And then today someone asked oh, me yeah. if I would consult on their next project. I don't know exactly what that means, but we'll see. We'll see what that means of me being a consultant in this whole music industry yeah. shit. So big things is what I say. Yeah, I'm just sitting around the house, you know, pruning a few flowers, cutting a few tree limbs out the grass, moving a few things around the backyard. Bullshit. Right. Well, hey, at least you're getting caught up on chores. Uh, it's good. I mean, I, even I if I got off, I wouldn't be doing chores. I'd be fucking doing computer shit. I ain't done a lot. I, I, I'm piddling. Right. Make it make you look busy. Right. I understand. It's a good strategy. Good strategy. Um, but all right, man. I think that's about all I got. Like I said, I'll let you know if I need you for next week or not. Um, I feel like my parents could pull this through but even they may and it might just suck so bad that i still need you to so we'll see all right then just let me know all right dude peace all right peace